Packers Daily with Jason Martinez. It wasn't perfect, but it was a win edition of Flyers Daily. Drags it down the wall in front. Giroux with a shot. Rebound, and they score. Oscar Lindblom pops us on it, and Lindblom's got his third goal of the year. It's his first since the second game of the season, and Philadelphia takes the one they lead. Lindblom leans on a man. Keeps the play alive. Konecki gets it to the blue line. Shot, they score! Nate Prosser threw it in front, and it was tipped out in front of the goal. The Flyers get the second goal of the game and lead 2 now. And he's going to skate out the center, up the left wing. He's got a man jumping into the play that was drawn. Now coming late, Voracek with the shot. He scores! Jake Voracek wires one through for his fifth of the year, and it's all Philadelphia in the second period. They lead 3-0. Oscar Lindblom pulled it off the end board. Cycle down low to Konechny. Lindblom goes in front, took the pass, he scores! What a give and go, and Oscar Lindblom has his second goal of the game. He's the star in this one as the Flyers take the 4-3 lead. All right, March 19th, Friday edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Boy, I know a lot of people might be confused on how to feel about this win. Here's how I choose to feel about this win, and we're going to talk to Justin Braun, Flyers defenseman, who I thought made a really, really big play in the game. He didn't get a point for it, but he made a big play in the game and how he drove the net to set up a goal. It was Jake Voracek's goal. But here's how I choose to feel about this win. I choose to feel happy about it. Not just happy because it's a win. I'm not going to let the fact that they blew a three-goal lead in the third period, which is less than ideal, ruin the taste of victory. After what happened the night before in the 9 nothing loss against the New York Rangers, you do whether you like it or not, and none of us like it, have a team that right now is, for lack of a better term, a bit fragile. And you're playing against a team in the New York Islanders, and even though you're up 3 nothing, and you've done just about everything right through the first period, certainly the second period, and then in the third period, you knew you were going to get pushback from that team. And you did. And they scored three goals from about the 7-minute mark to about the 15-minute mark, and they got the game tied. But the way they responded, and and in particular, the way a few players took their game to the next level. Frankly, a few players that the Flyers need to take their game to the next level, and did. So, while it wasn't perfect, it was a win. It is a foundational block to which they can start rebuilding on. And I think this is kind of a re- in-season rebuilding of confidence and identity and all those things. Ideally, you would never want that at the midway point of a season. This season's different. This is the way it's broken down for this team. The process in the beginning of the year wasn't very good, but they were winning. The process got a little better. They weren't winning. And they find themselves on the outside of the playoff picture looking in, and they get a win over a really good team, and they're now 3-0 and against a really good team in the New York Islanders. Mind you, the team that knocked them out of the playoffs last year and that is a matchup that is not obviously favorable for the Flyers, but they're 3-0 against the Islanders this year after taking them to a best to seven in a best of seven in the second round of the playoffs last year for a right to go to the conference final. So while it's not a leap forward, it is a step forward. And on yesterday's podcast, what I talked about ad nauseum was the fork, the fork in the road. Now, did the Flyers take the right or did they take the left? My analogy was that if you take the right in this uh, uh, this fork in the road, then you're going to do whatever it takes to win games no matter what happens. You're going to 
leave it all out there. You're going to spill blood. You're going to do it all. You're going to empty the bag on every single game and do whatever it takes to win. Now, again, they had a three-goal lead. They blew it, but they still found a way to win. So while they took the right in the fork in the road, it wasn't a direct right. <laughs> they zigzagged their way a little bit uh, to taking the fork in the road. They, they immediately took a strong right to go down that way. Then, as a, as a guy on Twitter pointed out, they kind of bumped into the median a little bit, and it wasn't smooth. It wasn't the best entry, but it's the, they, they took the right path on this occasion. Now, what does it mean? Does it mean anything going forward? It could. It, it's better than losing this game, blowing a three-goal lead, and then losing this game. It could be the building block and uh, the start of this team turning their season around. Or it could not. We'll see in time. We'll get our next opportunity to see on Saturday when the Flyers play the Islanders once again. And Monday when they play the Islanders again. And it's difficult to play a team this often, this much. I mean, they've got f- three games in the books against the Islanders already. Two more on tap before they even play another team in New Jersey next Tuesday. So, well, again, it wasn't perfect. It's a win. So I'm going to choose especially based on what happened Wednesday night against the Rangers, to enjoy this victory. Let's enjoy this victory. And we'll prognosticate about the game on Saturday on tomorrow's episode of Flyers Daily. But right now, let's enjoy the fact that they won an important hockey game. And a couple players i got to point out in particular. Let's start with Oscar Lindblom. He was a healthy scratch in the game on Wednesday. He comes back into the lineup. And we know what Oscar's been through, and it's it's not a hockey story. It's a, a story of resilience, courage, and class, and all of those things with what he battled in the last calendar year, plus with the Ewing sarcoma cancer diagnosis and the treatments that followed. And we knew that his game wasn't going to be back there. His muscle mass wasn't going to be there. It takes some time for his hockey skills to come back, and they have been coming back. But what happened in the game last night was Oscar – was Oscar. That was Oscar. That was the magic of Oscar last night. That was Oscar making plays all over the ice. Even on one of the goals where he didn't get an assist, the goal that Giroux scores on the tip by Prosser, Oscar makes the play happen behind the net. Number one, he doesn't wait for the puck to come to him when it's rimmed around. He goes to the puck. He uses his body, gets separation from the defender, is able to move it out from behind the net to Konechny on the wall. Konechny gets it back to Prosser. Prosser with the shot. Giroux in the perfect spot for the tip. Gets the tip goal. Doesn't get, Oscar doesn't get a point on that, but he made the play. Oscar scores the first goal. What does he do? He goes to the front of the net. That's where Oscar goes. That's where he does his work. He does his work down in close to the net and down below the goal line. That's what we've learned about his game pre-diagnosis. And then in the third period, when this team needs a goal like you wouldn't believe, it may be the most important goal of this season so far. They had the 3-0 lead. That was vanished. And they go down the ice, and he goes down, again, below the goal line, retrieves a puck in the forecheck, gets it to Konechny, spins to the front of the net into the slot area, Konechny slides him a perfect pass that he one-time wrist shots by Varlamov. Flyers regain the lead. It's the game-winning goal. It's an enormous goal. So I couldn't be happier 
for Oscar Lindblom and the way he played. Now the other guy, Travis Konechny. He's had a very up-and-down year, was healthy scratch, dealt with COVID. We know what his season's been like. We know how important of a player he is for this team. We know how he struggled in the bubble. In this game, he was absolutely buzzing all over the puck, winning battles on on 50-50 battles along the boards, board battles, winning races to pucks. That is the Travis Konechny the Flyers need, and we saw that. And he delivered himself a three-point night, three assists. He was all over the place, stirring it up. That whole line, Giroux in the middle, Konechny and Lindblom, was fantastic. I thought the captain, again, was fantastic. I think he's having a season that I hope a lot of people are appreciating. And I know the year's been up and down for the team, but he has played his bag off. And I thought he played his butt off again last night in that win. And that line was sensational in the game. I'm not a big analytics guy, but I imagine the analytics and expected goals for and and all of those versus expected goals against, I imagine were way in that line's favor. Uh, the other guy I want to point out is Justin Braun, and he's going to join us in just a second. Justin Braun on the goal that Jake Voracek scores, tremendous patience, first of all, by Kevin Hayes to let the play fully develop. Voracek is going up the right side of the ice, darting to the far post on a three-on-two that the, the Islanders have a perfect defensive stagger on as it enters the zone. There's nowhere for Hayes to go with the puck. So he kind of adjusts his speed, slows down a little bit as Justin Braun gets on his horse and busts it to the net. And when he busts it to the net, head down, he takes that defender with him. And all of a sudden, what does that do? It changes the stagger. It opens up the passing lane where Kevin Hayes sends a perfect pass across the ice. Jake Voracek, not known as a elite goal scorer, on his off wing, gets a perfect one-time shot past Varlamov. Perfectly executed three-on-two. It's perfectly executed by all three players, but because of what Justin Braun did and got up on his skates and drove the net, it set up the whole thing. He didn't get an assist on the play, but he set up that goal. It's though I always talk about the details, always. The detail of Oscar going back to the puck and not waiting on it behind the net to set up the Giroux tip goal, the play of Justin Braun driving the net, those are the kind of details that determine wins and losses in hockey games especially at the NHL level. You saw those details, in particular in that second period. But again, you have a three-goal lead in the third period, you want to choke a team out in that spot, they weren't able to do it. But they were able, after getting scored on three times to lose that lead, somehow that bench didn't sag, they dug deep, and they found a way to get a goal from Oscar Lindblom. I choose to enjoy the win, and I'm enjoying this win. As angry and PO'd as I was after that 9 nothing loss, I choose to enjoy this win. I hope you will too. It's a Friday. we got to have some joy in our life. Enjoy beating the Islanders because that's exactly what the Flyers did, and we hope they do it again on Saturday, and we hope they do it again on Monday back at the Wells Fargo Center. But let's get to them right now. Had a chance to catch up with Flyers defenseman Justin Braun after the game, and here's that conversation. Joining us right now on Flyers Daily, Flyers defenseman Justin Braun. Justin, I know uh, maybe the, the way it played out in the third period wasn't the way you guys drew it up, but the win's the win, and bouncing back from that loss uh, the other night against the Rangers was paramount, wasn't it? Yeah, that was big. Uh, I thought we came out the first two periods, um, played you know about as, we, as good as we uh, have all year. You know, uh, gave up a 
those three in the third, but, you know, we came back and got that fourth one and that was huge for the group. Um, you know, uh, psychologically going forward, um, you know, I think that was, uh, important, you know, get those two points. By, by the way it played out, it appears as if when they tied it up and Wallstrom gets that third goal to tie it up, there obviously was no sag on the bench because you guys got right back to work. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, there's some good chatter on the bench, you know, get after it again. Um, and, you know, Oski came up big, you know, made a good play. Uh, I think PK in the corner found Oski and put it in the back of the net. And uh, you know, that was huge. Uh, you know, that's momentum we need uh, going forward. Playing against a team that is so structured like a Barry Trotz Islanders team, uh, when you guys certainly lack structure in the game against the Rangers, how important was it for you guys to play with a lot of structure against that team because they're big and heavy as well? Yeah, you know, you can't uh, you can't get frustrated playing against the Islanders. You just got to stick to your game, get the pucks deep, make them work because they're uh, you know a hardworking team, and uh, you know it's just you know it's uh, hard work versus hard work. Whoever comes out on top, you know, I think that's uh, that's the kind of game you got to play. You got to. Yeah, take those hits. You gotta, you know, get it deep. And I thought we did that pretty well tonight. Bronner, I, I always talk about the little details of the game, and, and there's three things that I saw in this game. Uh, first, I saw the defenseman on your team, Phil Myers, Travis Sanheim, yourself, Ivan Proveroff, everybody going to get pucks first in your own zone. That's a huge thing. But what I saw that I really wanted to ask you about was on the goal that uh, Jake Voracek scores. You jump the play there, and you are driving with everything you got to that far post, driving the net to grab that D, and then provide that passing lane on that play. You didn't get a point on the play. The reason why I wanted to get you on is because I'm giving you an assist. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, you know we work on that in practice. Uh, three three lane drive um, doesn't matter if you're the forward of the D. You got to drive to the net, and that's what opens that up usually. Uh, you know, you just got to, you know, put your head down and go 90% of the time. You're not getting the puck there, but you're at least drawing attention. Yeah, you just take the option away. Like, as you guys entered the zone, the stagger they had on the three-on-two looked perfect. But then when you drive and suck that defenseman down low, that opens up the passing lane. The other play I wanted to bring up to you was on, on the goal that uh, Giroux scores on the tip from the Prosser shot. The play behind the net that Oscar makes, he doesn't get an assist on the play either. I'm giving him one. Um, uh, it's my, my uh, that, That's my gift tonight. Uh, he goes to the puck as it's coming to him. He doesn't wait on the puck. Then he uses his body to shield it. Then he gets it to TK. TK gets it to Prosser. Prosser gets the shot, and you score. It's those little things in the details that are going to have to be minded every night in, in this division to come away with good results, isn't it? Yeah, you can't. Uh, like you said, you know, you got to be first on pucks, O-zone and D-zone. You know, when those forwards are working down low, it's tough to handle. We handle, you know, you got to deal with them in practice all the time, and they're moving like that. It's tough. We got some big bodies, and, uh, you know, if they can get the uh, body position, you know, it's tough to get the puck back from them. Um, but, yeah, you know, we made a good play there. And, uh, you know, I thought he had a, a great game after uh, taking the night off. And, you know, it was great to see him back out there. Uh, you guys are going to play them two more times coming up. You've beaten them three times so far. It's tough to play the same uh, opponent so many times in a season yet in a row. Last question for you. What was it like walking into the room after that tonight as opposed to what it was, you know, conversely last night? Yeah, it was good. You know, um, you know, we know we still have a long, uh, long climb to go. Kind of been sputtering here a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's good to get those two points. You know, uh, every every night is so important now, especially uh, you know at the halfway point. Um, you know, we're looking looking the outside in, so we got to be ready to go every night. Um, you know, we can't we can't have nights like uh, last night where you know we're just giving points away or you know lack of execution. You know, just not not playing our game. 
So, you know, bringing it every night is going to be huge for the rest of the way. Has this season been kind of what you expected it to be with this crazy condensed schedule? I know you can't prepare for it. You've never gone through anything like it with a couple week, you know, pause and everything. Has it kind of gone according to maybe what you thought mentally the plan would be like? Uh, yeah. You know, I, I was in a condensed one um, for the lockout year. So I kind of knew what was coming. And it's even a little nicer now with the travel <laughs> compared yeah, to the West nice. Coast with these condensed, uh, yeah. condensed games. But, um, yeah, you know, you, you know you're going to see these guys a lot. You don't – you know, you only have a certain number of opponents and uh, you get really familiar with them. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, little, a little more of a grind um, uh, than the normal year. Yeah, no doubt. Bronner, thanks for doing this, man. Congrats on the win. Best of luck coming up on Saturday against the Isles once again, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Have a good one. Justin Braun's been in the NHL a long time. He's seen it all. And when I asked him about the bench and that the bench was still up, and th- they knew they needed to win a game. It didn't matter how it looked. You got to go out there and win a hockey game, and it was the, the determination of who was going to win that game was still hanging in the balance as they were hanging on because the Islanders were all over them in that third period, and then they found a way to get the win. Uh, it's it, it's a good win. It's a big win for this team, and it's exactly what they needed. It would have been better if they would have choked them out in the third period and gave them nothing. Carter. You know, the three goals that Carter Hart led up. I know some people were critical of them. The second goal, the Aho goal. That beats him high glove on the short side. It's, uh-oh, there's the high glove short side again. That's a puck that's deflected by Sanheim. It's a really difficult save. Sometimes goalies make that save. A lot of times they don't. Uh, the one I didn't like a whole lot is one that, from from an aesthetic point of view, the Wallstrom goal to tie the game, a cross-ice pass, and then Wallstrom one-times it, the shot and squeezes through on the short side between Carter, kind of hits off Carter and goes in the net. I just didn't see a lot of explosion in Carter's push from his left to his right it looked a little tentative to me and there was a little bit of a hole there in what we call the seven hole uh between the blocker and the body so that was the only one I really didn't like the first one was a really good shot if he's on his game he makes that save he's not on his game right now but they still found a way to win and that's a building block so let's enjoy it today everybody thanks for listening to this episode of Flyers Daily Enjoy the win. Enjoy your Friday. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And tune in tomorrow because we'll have another brand new episode of Flyers Daily.